What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. And welcome to a brand new episode of Drafts on Drafts. I'm going to get excited every time I say it because I love this episode segment. It's my favorite. And I love this name. Like, I don't know. I feel like maybe we're batting ourselves on the back too much, but Drafts on Drafts is funny. I think it's Drafts on Drafts name. is amazing. For those that didn't listen last week, which was our inaugural Drafts on Drafts, this is an idea Kate and I have had for many, many moons. I think it literally oh, yes. came up in passing probably when Kate and I were out together and I was like, dude, Drafts on Drafts, like get it? We need to do this. So what is it? If you haven't already figured it out from our brilliant naming convention, it is your Draft Queen's drinking a draft beer, and talking about sports. What is better? And talking about sports. What's better? And culture. And life. And just hanging out. It's meant to be like hanging out like we always do because it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year for everyone. This is how Kate and I remember what our lives used to be like together when, when we could see each other in real life and do this exact thing. Hence, yes, Drafts on Drafts is born one of the most important questions of Drafts on Drafts every week is, Kate, what are you drinking today? Well, um, let me tell you. So uh, we have two pretty different beers this week, but my, mainly because of the size. Oh. So I am drinking a, uh, I mean, it's not a tall boy, so does that make it a short boy? No, it's just a regular beer. It's just a beer. A regular boy. Yeah, a regular right, boy. I'm, just, I'm having a 12 ounce <laughs> regular boy um but importantly it actually is this is like a staple in my refrigerator it's one of my favorite beers but like mainstream you know because Fair. i love i mean we both have i currently live in brooklyn you're like you're basically a brooklynite you live there for so many years so like i, I there's a super special place in my heart for craft breweries yep. at the same time Sometimes I just got to go to Key Foods. Yep. You know what yes, I'm saying? Fact. And like go, it's next to my apartment. So sometimes I just pop down to Key Foods and the beer that I get from Key Foods, because it is one of my honestly favorite IPAs uh, that's like cross the country type IPA, very mainstream. It's the Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing so IPA. So good. So good. I, those are, I swear those by are this amazing. Fucking beer. I, yeah. I was more recently. Not introduced because I'd had it before, but I started picking it up more frequently to your point because it's just such a good, like, tasty, easy drinking beer. Big fan. Yeah. Big fan. I am. I am, too. I am, too. All right. So that's um, that's what I am drinking today. Michelle, what do you have on literal tap? So figurative tap. So I have a, a pint here from a, a local brewery. As Kate said, I may have spent plenty of time in Brooklyn and I will be spending more time there again soon. However, up in the Catskills, we too love a good craft brewery. They are everywhere. Um, we love our local businesses. And one of our favorites up here is Woodstock Brewing, which is actually based in Phoenicia, so very close to us up here. We love Woodstock Brewing. We go there all the time. And one of my favorite IPA, they do a lot of IPAs. One of my favorite IPAs that they do is called Mellow Critical Listening. And I just love that name. And it's a podcast. Oh, and I, I feel like it's perfect. That. Holy shit. And also, a couple years ago, I had my birthday in Phoenicia. We rented an Airbnb. And obviously, we're both born in January. Fact. There was a snowstorm. And so we all trudged over to Woodstock Brewing. And it was 
awesome. It's the best. It was really, and the beer is great. It's the best. So I can taste it, basically. I can taste it, Michelle. All right. In true drafts on draft fashion, aka the second time we've done it, but we're going to make it a, a trend and a thing here, is now that we know what we're drinking, before we get into this week's topic, we need to we need to crack them open here on the mic. You ready? All right. Here we go. I'm trying not to spill mine this time. Here we go. Mmm. <laughs> Smells delightful. Mine too. I had to slowly crack mine open this time because last time I did it cl- too close to the mic and I made a mess. So there you oh, are. Yeah. These uh, cheers, cheers to you, cheers, Kate. Michelle. And now the important, the other important question besides what we're drinking is what is the topic of today's episode? And I will tell you today. Oh, who's ta- today's topic? Is are we drunk already? Have we? Even- no, I think we should try to say this in unison. <laughs> Today's topic okay. is topic is the match. The match. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was close. That was pretty yeah, good. I, maybe we got it. Yeah. Maybe probably Zoom has us it's slightly fine. off sync, but we'll just see how it turns out. Um, it's probably better, Michelle, that you are the one half of the draft queens that has the larger beer because I'm going to do a lot of talking this episode. Not surprising. Not surprising. Not surprising. Oh, that's a good point, though. One thing I will say, we, of course, because Kate and I love rules and kitschy fun things. If the per- if one of us finishes a beer, or I should say when one of us finishes the beer, because that's the purpose of this whole entire thing, is to talk about it and finish a beer. When the first person finishes their beer, they must call out the two-minute warning so that we know, the other person knows they gotta get on their shit, get on their two-minute drill, and drink the beer. So if, if one yeah. of us cuts one another off, which I tend to do it more frequently because I'm a jerk... But if I do it this time, it's because I finished my beer first and I need to interrupt Kate to give her the two-minute warning. Why? Because we think it's funny and it's a great idea. It's on brand. Okay, well, um, that I will take that as a challenge. And we do, you know, we do have a fair amount to get through today and a pretty small beer, at least on my end. So I, before we start... Do you know what the match is, Michelle? I do. I very much do. Um, But if you would like to give a proper intro for those that don't, because just saying the match is very broad, we probably should narrow it down a little bit. I know what you want to talk about. Yeah, it's not like the match, which is like a shitty dating show on Netflix. The match is a... Yeah, I probably do. Uh, But the match, we're referring to golf... And it is an 18-hole round of golf in match play form, uh, and it features different. I I they're like different marquee athletes mm-hmm. every year. Yep. Um, they've been doing it only for the last four years, so this is the fourth annual. And this year, similar to years past, they've done this before. Uh, but this year, they're pairing golfers and football players. So this year's match was uh, two pairs playing each other. Tom Brady playing alongside Phil Mickelson, and they played against Aaron Rodgers alongside Bryson the DeChambeau. Elusive the elusive Aaron Rodgers. Man, we yeah. haven't talked about Aaron in yes. far too long, so thank God we're talking about Yeah, we should today. pause there. <laughs> yeah, we should talk about Aaron Rodgers. Like, he, he has not showed up to training camp yet. You know where else it he is... hasn't showed up? The barber. Man's got some long hair. <laughs> that is so... True. <laughs> he looks a little bit like uh, what I would expect from Backwoods Green Bay. He's looking like I thought he would. A shaggy dog. A shaggy little dog. Shaggy little dog. Well, 
those are the players. We got Tom Brady and Phil versus Aaron and Bryson. Um, and so the match is exactly how it sounds. It's match play, which essentially is just like an alternative way to score golf. So it's not your traditional scoring method. Um, it's also called the match four, but it's like a brand new scoring method that they started this year. And essentially it's like everyone, all four players, they play along each side, each other for every single hole. They are a team. Yeah, they're a team. They are a team. Yes, they are a team. And everybody tees off all four players. And then essentially from there, the player who did not hit the best shot off of the tee of their pair will then hit the second shot and so on and so forth until they actually put the ball in the hole. I think we should try Um, to do, I know we've talked about, you know, the draft Queens invitational, but I think we need to do a draft Queens, the match, because I love this style of play. Like for someone that's not a huge golfer who doesn't do it all the time, who's frankly not very good. I like this whole notion of like playing with a team and at least being able to like, alternate and if I hit one into the 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 woods but my partner gets it on the fairway then like I don't have to worry about my wood shot I love this style of play I think it's awesome okay so here is here's my question to you then yes while we're while we're talking about it if you had to pick one football player as your match partner who would it be well I gotta tell you as much as I love myself some Tom Brady he is way too hard on himself and he is not as good at golf as he is in football there's a lot of hilarious memes going around the internet mostly from Tom making fun of himself but you know as much as we talk about Aaron and his long hair uh and I do have a lot of other annoying things to say about Aaron Rodgers but we'll save that for another time he's pretty dang good at golf Oh my God, he's amazing at golf, and it's probably because he's not playing football. He's just spending all his time playing golf. So I think we all know why. Yeah, I see. I can see that. But we'll get we'll get into who actually won the round when we get deeper into the episode. Before we get to that, let's talk about how to win because that's equally as important since this is non traditional golf rules. Right. So. There's two ways that you win. There's the way you win the hole, and then there's the way you win the entire round. And you win the hole by the fewest, the the team with the fewest number of combined strokes, they win the hole like any round of golf. Right. But essentially, it's like uh, if if there's a, the only difference is that for a tie on a hole, each team gets half of a point. Otherwise, the team with the lower stroke number wins the difference. So I'll get to that in a second. Um, and then once you win a hole, if you have the f- if you have fewer strokes, then the stroke count resets for the next hole, and you do the same thing eighteen times for every single hole. Does that make sense? Yeah, sort of. Thought it was a little easier. It'll I make think, more sense when I tell I you. Think you made it more complicated, yeah. but sure, yes. Okay, well, it, let's let's try it this way then. Here's how you win the actual round and you win the game itself. So it, the way that match style play works is a difference in your strokes. So let's say right. Team Tom Brady, should, he, he and Phil hit two under par, which if you're not a golfer, that's good. That's, that's very that's, good. That's, you, that's, you want the lower that's number. That's what we call you, a birdie. That is what we call a birdie, yes. So... That's very good. You want the lower number. Let's say that team Aaron Rodgers shoots one under par. So that means that team Tom would win the hole and also take the point because they shot two under, 
Team Aaron shot one under, and so the difference between those two strokes is one stroke. And so that's one point for Team Tom and Team uh, Phil. Got it. I will also say uh, a birdie, I'm sorry, is one under par, and eagle is two under par. I know that that is... I, I totally oh. messed that up. I'm just making a proper <laughs> correction here. I messed that up. One under par, birdie, two under par, eagle. Also, there's a hole in one. Good call. Sorry, I messed that up. I don't want people... I mean, no. me and you have been talking so much about golf. I just need to make sure I don't sound like an idiot. Like, I got to make sure I get my shit right here. No, you got it. <laughs> you got it. Thank you for correcting that. No, that's that's really good. Uh, but does it make sense... It, for the scoring system. For it you. does. It's it, the difference in strokes on every single hole right. and you add them up yep. depending on your full score. I just, I mean, I just, like I said, I like the way that, you know, it's a little less pressure, a little bit more of a team thing. Golf is not normally played as a team sport. It's an individual thing. So I just, I like the, the notion of like, you know, maybe, maybe one guy's going to get it on the fairway and the other guy's going to put it in, you know, like I just, I I like that style of play. And I feel like when we do our draft Queens invitational, which we will figure out at some point, we should use this style of play. I dig it. I think that is, that's a really, really good point because part of the best, one of the best things that I feel like comes out of the match is the banter between these players. And I don't know if you've been following this, (laughs) But it is so much fun to fuse some of the trash talk that comes out of football and insert that into a golf atmosphere. Well, that's the other thing that's really important to call out here, right? So, like, obviously you're taking these huge marquee stars. That alone is really exciting to watch. The uh, There's all these different, like, little mini games that they do. A lot of this stuff is based on, um, you know, money being donated to charity. There's a lot of little other elements that they that they bring in here, which are really, really cool. But, you know, these guys are literally mic'd up the entire 18 holes, and you're really just hearing them talk about everything. You're, you're hearing them talk about everything from, like, what is, you know, where's the, where's the, um, where's the hole and how should they hit it to, you know, like the technical stuff all the way to this banter that you're talking about. So it's, it's very unique and different that I know many sports have the mic'd up section and you get to hear little drips and drabs, but for the most part, you hear them talking through, it's almost like you're playing 18 rounds, uh, 18 holes with these guys. Well, the mindset normally, obviously, for golf is that, like, you play your individual sport and you keep to yourself. <laughs> and nobody talks and, and it's focused. very quiet. Yeah, this, this like, takes – this, like, loosens it up a little bit. It's a little bit more fun. It's a little bit more, like, yes, they're competing, but they're also, like, having fun. And it's – you're you're hearing these golf pros, which is also just a very funny dynamic. You're hearing these golf pros sort of coach – you know, these football players, which just seems weird in theory, even though it makes sense because they're the golf pro and the other guy's a quarterback. But it's very funny to, like, be a fly on the wall and hear, you know, Phil and Tom in particular, man. These guys could talk. If they had a podcast, one episode would be one year long. They talk so be enough. much. They talk so much. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got Aaron and, and Bryson just being like, guys, like, I mean, you, you want to you look at the stars in the sky? Like, what do you want to do here? Hit the ball. Let's go. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, listen, it. Uh, there were some key moments that at least I picked out that I thought were very funny. There are some of the, like, uh, drier ones, like Aaron Rodgers poking fun at Phil Mickelson's belt. Like, that was, <laughs> I, I, I just, I was like, this is so child. Aaron, and then... Aaron Rodgers is extremely, like, soft-spoken. Did you know, like, I don't... Yeah, I never, he's even keeled. I never really noticed that before, because, I mean, I really don't watch, like, a lot of interviews and stuff. I just, I watch the games. 
But, and so I had never really, I guess, heard him speak so much, but he's so, so soft-spoken. It's kind of crazy. I didn't know that. He's an even-keeled guy, especially off the field, you know? Even in his, like, press conferences to wrap Mm -hmm. up games. But neither here nor there. He was, by design, more vocal during this competition than we normally see him anyway. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I thought it was so funny. Like, part of my... One of my favorite moments is that it's not even just the players, you know what I mean? It's also the commentators. Like, Charles Barkley always commentates this, among other things. Do yourselves a favor. It's hilarious. Go, like, Google um, Charles Barkley playing golf because all they did was rip on Charles Barkley the whole time. It's very entertaining and funny. It's hilarious. It's so funny. It's like half comedy show. So that's another thing that I love about the match is that there's a huge amount of banter. Even the commentators get into it. The players, they're mic'd up the whole time. Very, very different from your standard golf, uh, you know, watching, which can be traditionally very boring. I've got a best chirp of the game, though. I did want to call one out because it was the best chirp and it was by Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. So Phil Mickelson was talking to Tom Brady uh, and he was making a joke, like his quote was that they had a fourth and three situation, they're down eight points on the 16th hole, and then <laughs> they needed to go for it, and they couldn't play it safe. <laughs> Obviously referencing the Packers and the Bucks where Rodgers didn't go for it. I, I mean, it was... That, you know I remember I'm watching about? that game, I remember us doing an episode about it, and I was like, I am no, I am no NFL coach, but what just, what happened? But what the fuck happened? You went for the field goal instead of a touchdown and go for two with Aaron Rodgers? So anyway, I would like to shout out Phil Mickelson, lefty, who not only won one of his majors this year, also had the best chirp of the match. Okay, so I'm, I love that one. I thought another funny moment was, well, there were two funny moments that I can think of. They, they like phoned, you know, they basically did like phone a friend and they called like some different people during it, one of which was Gronk. So you could only imagine the hilarious banter between... Brady and Gronk and, you know, Brady, you know, Gronk telling Brady, like, get off the golf course. We need you to start, you know, we got to win another Super Bowl. So, like, that was a very funny thing. And then there was something that Tom said to Gronk. He's like, look, man, I'm I'm, I'm doing some recon. I'm out here with Aaron Rodgers. You know, I'm 30 yards away from Aaron Rodgers, who I, who I think is the Packers quarterback. And it was a very funny moment because we're all like, but is he is he the Packers quarterback nobody knows here he is brushing up on a really fucking good golf game but we don't know if he's playing for the Packers this year now you will I mean first of all that was yeah you're right that was an amazing moment you'll notice though as we're talking about the banter um there's surprisingly one element that's really missing from this and that is Bryson DeChambeau like I don't think we've mentioned him once no yet in the podcast we haven't so you know he I will say he was not wearing his traditional newsies hat so I was very thrown off at first I was like who is this man because I'm so used to seeing him in that hat (laughs) so true all I can say about Bryson there's two things actually I could say about Bryson one that kid hits a ball a ton like a ton he just destroys the ball it's kind of insane the other thing that I thought was really interesting is just he's again I'm sort of new to watching golf and even playing a little just once whatever um but he's very technical as well so he hits the ball a ton but he's like taking out you know his notes and he's reading he's reading the you know the course and he's like kind of telling Aaron that stuff so that was something different for me I mean maybe people that watch golf all the time kind of know this but I had never noticed that about him before it's 
hilarious that you say that because there's two things to note about Bryson and specifically this tournament. So let's start with let's start with the macro. So the actual tournament was played in Big Sky in Montana. Oh my god! For people that didn't watch it, it was stunningly gorgeous. Absolutely, like big puffy Montana clouds. I've never been to Montana, but it just totally checks out, right? And the elevation, I believe it's like 7,500 feet, which like carries your drives so much further. So keeping that in mind, it's just the the elements are in your favor yes. for this particular course. There was a hole, if not more than one, that was like a 700-yard drive just because of like the drop-off from teeing off at the top of mountain and going. It, it's wild. I, I, I heard wild. it and I was like, wait, what? Did they build a new golf course? Like, that's crazy. That is absolutely wild. However, adding into that, that let's go from macro to micro. Let's talk about Bryson because Bryson is hilariously, A, bad at banter, (laughs) and B, to your point, you, you noticed it, you hit the nail on the head. He is extremely polarizing because he's, extremely technical mm. and he takes fucking forever okay. to play golf. So he takes forever and and it is polarizing. Yeah, he again, new new golf watcher. I'm sure folks that watch golf more frequently already know this, but he has like the strangest like wind up, if you will, like when he tees off. Like if you've ever watched tennis and 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 Rafa Nadal does also like he's gotten he's gotten complained about for the same thing that like before he serves he's got this regiment that he does but it's long and weird and it looks like he's picking a wedgie and it's very bizarre exactly that's kind of what Bryson DeChambeau does with the way that he like taps the 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 driver on the floor he does it the same way every time it's not dissimilar from what a basketball player does like before they shoot a free throw or what a kicker in football does before they kick a field goal but. His is so precise and long that you're like, bro, come on, like, come on, hit it. So Bryson has probably become the the meme that has taken the internet by storm. And that is, he is one of the best players in golf by far. But people either love mm. him, love him, or they hate him. Mm. They really do. And I don't know who that's comparable to in football, but I will tell you, in golf, he is that person and it's kind of been that way since 2019. Um, one of his very formidable opponents who almost won a major this year but did not, Brooks Kepka, mm-hmm. um, he had said something to the media yeah. in passing. Yeah. And usually, like, it's golf. It's, like, very PC. Yes. You know what very, I'm saying? Yes, yes. It's just you d- You don't chirp. You just do your own thing, like we were saying. So... Brooks Kepka says to the media about Bryson, quote, I just don't understand how it takes a minute and 20 seconds or a minute and 15 to hit a golf ball. And it's not, it's really not that hard. <laughs> so that like started an entire swirl about this. There's like a rivalry between Bryson and this guy, Brooks Kepka, And he, Brooks has kind of like made Bryson into a meme. Like he now is just made fun of all the time. People will chirp him on the cur- on the course and say, "Brooksy, Brooksy," to 
Bryson. Like it's a it's a thing, Michelle. It is it's a thing. It is a thing. And speaking of things, my thing right now is you're at your two minute warning. I finished my big tall boy. Oh my god! Before you p- finished your regular size boy, I'm just telling you we're at a two minute warning. We've talked oh about a lot already, but I'm just telling you. We're at the two-minute warning right. for you to finish and for us to finish this episode. Okay, I've got two minutes. So let's uh, let's wrap this up then and bring it full circle. Well, so Bryson... Be- one more yes. full circle. Well, one more other thing while we're talking about memes. And so that you can drink your beer. You're right. I'm doing you a favor here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chime in here so you can drink your beer. The other funny memes, everyone that hasn't seen the, the, the Bryson meme, go look at it. It's hilarious. People are using it left and right. So much so that Aaron, uh, not Aaron, um, so much so that Tom Brady actually posted a series of memes on his Instagram using the Bryson meme. It's like memes on memes, the meme before the meme. I don't know. I'm too old for memes. Um, But there's a series of them that Tom posted poking fun at himself because really Phil and Tom like fell apart on the back nine. They were doing great on the front nine. They fell apart on the back nine. You could tell that Tom was like, visibly frustrated about it and so there's literally all these funny memes that he put up using bryson's thing being like oh you know phil mickelson being paired with tom brady again next year and it's like this you know like how disappointed he is so i mean memes on memes who who knew who knew there could be so many funny memes coming out of golf not me it is uh, i did not either but the meme if you can visualize it is brooks kepka talking to a camera and behind him, like a little behind him, there's a teeny tiny Bryson DeChambeau who's walking by, and you can see Bryce's face just turn, like, sour. And so that's the meme that we're all talking about. But anyway, all of this to say, there was a lot of shade going back and forth, and ultimately, the, I mean, the winners, like you said, were not Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson, it was Bryson. It was the meme. Bryson and Aaron Rodgers. They and, won this year. Bryson and Aaron. And they won three to two, yeah, apparently. They did. They really, you know, Phil and Tom fell apart, back nine. Aaron Rodgers nailed some some birdies, some eagles. He was killing it in his putt game. But without sounding super cheesy, the real winners here, we talked about this earlier, They there was a ton of donations that were made, and Kate actually pulled the, the final numbers there were over 6 million meals that were contributed to, you know, Feeding America, $2.6 million to my brother's keeper. So as much fun as it was, the memes, the banter, all that stuff, it's so cool because it was all done for a really good cause. And that's a lot of money and a lot of meals. So that's pretty amazing that they tied that all in there. I know. And big congratulations to Bryson and Aaron who won three and two. They just swept across the board. Pretty well done. Pretty well done for a meme, and depends where you fall on the side of Bryson or not. But uh, I don't know. It's a, it's it's good for them, and it's it's good for a larger cause. Yeah. So it was fun to watch this year, Michelle. I'll tell you that it was very fun. I'm excited to see who who they you know sort of choose for next year. The more you said this, they did. This is their fourth year. I think this is going to be a fun thing to watch. You know, year after year, and uh, certainly a fun topic to talk about on drafts on drafts. Well, thanks for kicking my ass in drinking. So uh, I'm two that and was zero. F- Not that I'm keeping score, but I'm two and zero. Just saying, everybody. Are we doing it like that? That's no. How we do? I like to. That's how I do everything. I think I'm gonna lose every single time, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Talk a lot, and I savor, and you just whip my I ass. I just go. In this. But 
It's been a fun episode, as always. And as a reminder, like Michelle said at the top of the show, this is our brand new episode. It comes to you in your earballs every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Eastern, but it's brand new. This is only our second one. If you love it, let us know on socials, at the Draft Queens on Instagram and at the underscore Draft Queens on Twitter. We'd also love to hear it in our comments on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. And just subscribe wherever you listen, on Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. We love you all. This is so much fun. Thanks for listening to us play. Or play. Well, well, one day we'll play golf. Well, maybe but, maybe this is a little bit of a game. Let's Yeah, thanks for listening to us play. <laughs> listening to us play Drafts on Drafts. Has one beer. <laughs> I have to sign off of this show. Hey, I'm sorry. Has one beer in 28 minutes. I'm just saying. I'm I'm going for the gold here. I'm 2-0, oh, baby. Ugh. Going for the gold. Speaking of which, tune in one week. We're talking about the Olympics. So we'll see you in one week.